Welcome to DD-214, Discover What's Next, a podcast produced by the Military Officers Association of America. In this episode, our panelists talk about pivoting to a civilian career. We will first hear from Brian McCullough, Director of Air and Missile Defense, Lockheed Martin Government Affairs. I had no idea that I would work at a defense firm. My background was in Army strategy, and um, I thought I was going in other directions to be a consultant or something. But, you know, opportunities happen. So when it came down to it, you know, I was uh, trying to get my resume into some places and and finally uh, received some pickups from some companies to have further discussions. But what I found to be most helpful, it was just preparing for interviews, both on the phone and also in person. And it's to actually do the studying of the company. What are their big, what are their big projects and programs? What are their major successes? You know, how is the balance sheet? You know, all sorts of questions. And, uh, you know, in the end, I I think my, my preparations for, for those interviews, and then also kind of envisioning how my background could actually apply to the job, um, you know, help to kind of click things in at the interview and help me get the job. So I had experience that I didn't even know basically translated over uh, different jobs. I've had different experiences running, running events, running programs, et cetera, that actually were an easier transition than I thought. I went to four block for extensive training. I did ACP, but I'm like working on top of that, killing myself. I got three teenagers at home. So anything you can do ahead of time is gonna pay off in the end. Next, we'll hear from Marshall Williams, Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Army and Acting Assistant Secretary of the Army, Manpower and Reserve Affairs. So in my last military job, I had the great pleasure of working with so many civilians. And if, if I had to pick one thing, one reason, I told you my son was, was one, and that's, that's absolutely true, but I missed that dedication that came from both the military, but particularly the civilians who worked in the Pentagon, individuals who, who were not just subject matter experts, they created doctrine. Once you've been exposed to that for a period of time, you miss that you miss the fact that you can absolutely trust what is being said, right? You don't have to go over it again, that kind of thing. That was important for me um, because I have done sort of the military thing, the corporate thing, and that was a big, it wasn't a big surprise for me, but it was a, a welcoming realization that it's still that way. The dedication that we have from the folks that's in our military and those who work for our military is second to none. I didn't take advantage of any of the things that ACP and all of those, I worked till the very last day and then the, that very next, you know, the weekend and Monday, I was lost because I had nowhere to go because I had been running troops sort of all my life. So I would do that differently. And I think the second thing I do differently is I take some time in between. I retired on a Friday, went to work the following Monday. I would give myself a little time to, to sort of ease out of who I was and, and become a little bit more of who I am. You are listening to DD214, Discover What's Next, 
a podcast produced by the Military Officers Association of America. We'll be right back after this message. Are you in the Guard or Reserves? Balancing your civilian and military life can be tough. Check out MOAA's guide, Maintaining a Career While in the Guard and Reserves, at moaa.org forward slash reserves. And now, our panelists continue their discussion. Next, Dr. Nardos King, Assistant Superintendent, Region 3, Fairfax County Public Schools. We'll continue our discussion. So when I used to hire teachers at Mount Vernon, um, we had a lot of retired military folks that came in. And, you know, to be honest with you, military folks are the best people to hire. You're already disciplined. You come to work on time. You follow the rules. You understand the pecking order. All of those things matter in a school, right? And, um, you know, a lot of times we're hiring 20, 21-year-olds that are coming right out of college. And it's very difficult for them to go into a high school with, you know, kids who are just two to three years younger than them. But the military folks bring a great um, package with them. There are lots of programs out there that um, troops to the classroom. I know that ODU has a six-week program in the summertime where you can get certified in two different areas um, and become a teacher right away. And also, if you're interested in special education, you can get a provisional. In our critical needs area, if you're a science person or you're a math person, those are critical needs areas along with special education. Um, School systems are willing to give you provisionals while you work on your certification to come into a job. All you have to do is apply. So I got the opportunity to go to Baltimore County and um, become an assistant superintendent for high schools there. And it was very difficult. The transition was different, but it was the best decision that I made because one, you know, when you grow up in an organization, you think you're the best at everything. And when you leave, you find out that there are other people doing the same thing that you're doing, and sometimes they're doing it better. So I left for three years with the plan to come back laterally. So it was all in my plan. I dreamed about this job. I claimed this job. I didn't think it would happen as soon as it did, but it did. And so, you know, stepping out on faith and um, really believing in yourself and your skill set, I went to that district. They were disappointed when I left which is always a good thing because they gave me good references to be able to come back. Um, So I left for three years and and learned everything I could about that district and then came back and brought some of the ideas and and strategies that they use at their school system to help benefit the students of Fairfax County. Next, we'll hear from John Quintus, retired U.S. Air Force Major General and current Managing Director of Military Affairs for Amazon. And this was some advice given to me. You know, understand, you know, a lot of people say understand what you're passionate about. Uh, And the practical exercise they offered was go through your performance reports, look through all the accomplishments, and try to recognize what kind of excites you as you go through it. What creates an emotional reaction when that memory comes back into your mind and and your your heart races a little bit? And, and, And note those as you go through, and then go back and explore those. Like, why is it that that memory has a trigger with you? Too many folks come to me and they don't truly understand what they're passionate about. They, it's, they oversimplify it and they think they understand. And I will say, throughout my time at Amazon, I continue to get challenged by this company, which is, which is I, I truly enjoy. But it's, the, it's always this, what are you really passionate about? And go do that. You know, it can be a little bit cliche-ish, but I encourage you to spend some time away from your phone with a blank sheet of paper and a pencil and just explore yourself. And I think when you're really, really comfortable about telling your story and telling and really understanding what you're about, the interviews are going to be so easy. 
a lot of times what I get asked is kind of what's the, what's the, what's the key to the Amazon interview, right? How do you land a job at, uh, at Amazon? And there's, I, as I understand, you can actually take a class on this, and there's a lot on the internet. But I've done 60 interviews for Amazon now, have to be, haven't been there for two years. And I will tell you, we, we really enjoy hiring people that are passionate. We enjoy uh, hiring builders, and we enjoy pro uh, hiring problem solvers, and the actual skill we'll figure out. You know, if, if it's a culture match and you're passionate about what you want to go do, then I think any company would love to have you. Thank you for listening to DD214, Discover What's Next, a podcast produced by the Military Officers Association of America. We are the largest and most influential association of military officers with more than 350,000 members from every branch of service. Visit our website at moaa.org for more information. Subscribe to this podcast and listen to all other episodes by visiting moaa.org forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. These conversations were recorded at the 2019 Military and Veteran Networking Forum.